0: Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts, my name is Kirk Smith, and my co-host and friend,
1: Graham K. How you doing, Kirk? What's new? What's happening with JJ?
0: I'm good. This is your comedian's guide to autism, as uh, we always say. JJ is my non-neurotypical son, and he is 22, and he is balding towards
1: atypical
0: atypical Yes. and he's uh unrelated to his autism that he is balding and every time mm-hmm. i do a call with him as i did today as i've done actually we're not we're on a good uh, streak i think we're on seven days in a row is that right six seven days in a row um when he puts his little nice. head down you can see the the male pattern baldness start to creep in the horseshoe pattern and um it's a little unsettling but it's i don't think he seems to mind yeah so um, he's doing good, I so think. He did the horse this week, a little horseback riding, which is his his uh, his go to, probably his favorite thing. And uh, also a little nice. bit of spark, a little bit of riding the sled, the old sled. I might I should post a spark. They call it a spark in in uh, in Scandinavia. It's like a a one person sled that you can like.
1: You got to uh, you got to explain that. You can't just throw throw down spark.
0: S-P-A-R-K it's spelled and it's like uh, you mm-hmm. put your hands on the thing and it's got two like little not skis but they're like little thin rails of metal and you stand on one of them and then you pedal with the other one kind of like a scooter and you hmm. motor along he loves it
1: um, that's awesome yeah. that sounds fun oh huh. it can be fun that, I bet Pete <laughs> would like that I wonder although he's uh, he's in
0: a winter so wonderland so he like, your so 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 like your brother
1: s- <laughs> So JJ is like he's he's a ha- uh overweight. Can I say that? Is that rude? Is that true? Is that false?
0: Yeah, he's he's probably he could stand to lose probably twenty or thirty pounds and still be a little overweight. He's a big boy, probably about two sixty five right now.
1: Right. So it's is it tough for him to, so he does he's not scared of physical activity, which which is good. You'd think uh, that some like he would be like little sweaty lazy. and uncomfortable. A little yeah, lazy. but he likes the scoot along on the scooter thing. He he, he does like that. Mind that he likes yeah.
0: that. He likes he used to like a scooter, just a regular scooter. He's been a little lazy lately, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, he does like the the ski one for whatever reason, the snow one, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's always a struggle to try to find things that he. You know, if, if, if you're interested in it, I played basketball for the first time forever two days ago, and you know, you do an hour of exercise, and you don't even think about it. So. Yeah. So that's the key, right? Trying to
1: find something you like. It's the key. It's the key. I can't we can't find anything Peter likes. Um the his Stuff. favorite sport his favorite sport right now is um walking uh like trudging down the street talking to himself and stewing about the past. Right. Um that's There's his no favorite medals sport. He's right not
0: in the winter olympics, yeah.
1: No. No, but we've got him to like, you know, he's aware that he shouldn't be talking to himself when he's walking down the street, but he, and he's like, he knows he's not supposed to do it, supposed to keep it on the inside, and he knows that he, you know, he's, c- he'll say like, yes, you got I keep it on the inside, because otherwise, people will think uh, that I'm crazy, and they'll be scared of me, and I'm like, yes, Peter, that's right, so don't do that, he's like, okay, and then y- you, I'll always look out the window when he's like walking towards my parents house or something and or I'll drive drive by coming home or whatever and he'll be there and he'll just talking to himself. You know, he's talking to himself the entire time walking down the sidewalk and he's a big guy. And it's just a little uh I could see how people would be unsettled by that, but uh so far so good. Luckily he's bi- he's big. No one's attacked him and you know or called well, the police uh, on him or something.
0: Yeah, that's always a a, a tough thing you know uh the size you know uh, uh considerations for for young young men with uh with, with autism just you know the fact that he could physically overwhelm somebody even though he wouldn't when somebody sees him talking to himself in an agitated state uh yeah i'm sure that's crossed their mind like i hope he's in yeah. a good mood i hope he's in a good mood today so
1: yeah it yeah, totally yeah so i it's uh I mean, he, he is in a good mood lately, though, which is good. I, I don't know why or how. I think he might enjoy having my parents gone uh, they're on vacation. And so there's a lot less uh, nitpicking going on by my mom, which is, you know, generally needed. She's generally always right, uh, but he just can't take it after a while and tunes her out, and it's like this battle, and I think he's enjoying just like, you know, being a being a bachelor, you Is know, he with sure no, he no wants a girlfriend
0: because it's going to be a lot of those battles. Let's be honest.
1: He doesn't <laughs> want a girlfriend. He he's he's like maybe some guys don't get girlfriends, and I'm okay with that. and I'll never have a girlfriend. Seems like too much for me. Is it? I th- he actually asked me that this morning. He was like, "It's okay to be that's single. A new, right? That's a new thing." Well, he, no, he's 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 been like that for a, a couple years. Where he's like, "I don't okay. think I want a girlfriend. They're they're too complicated." And he was today today. He was like, that's OK, right? I'm not weird. Basically, he didn't say it like that. He said, it's OK that I don't have a I don't I'm not going to have a, a girlfriend. Right. Some guys just stay single. Right, Graham? And I'm like, yes, Peter, that's true. Some guys just stay single. You're not a bad guy. and Everything will be fine. Just concentrate on being happy. Is it and cut to you me you in, a,
0: in a sad hotel eating macaroni? Some guys are just single and just eating macaroni cheese
1: out of a box. <laughs> y- yeah, that's you. You know, but <laughs> you love it. Mm-hmm. Just you know, some guys love being single. Some guys, some bl- guys, some guys do it by choice, like you, Pete, and some guys don't <laughs> do it by choice, like Kirk. Just cuts the, the women make a choice st- for him.
0: Staring out the window, something died inside of me a long time ago. Just looking off in the middle distance.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is something that you actually said in real life unironically when we first met. I was like, man, Uh, I guess I'm starting a podcast with this. (laughs) This lunatic. This Vietnam vet.
0: (laughs) Just without the good war stories. (laughs) Hmm, That's weird. He's traumatized me. He hasn't done it yet.
1: I did some stuff over there. Took away my humanity. <laughs> what? You talking
0: about when you went to Vietnam on vacation? Yeah, that's what I was talking <laughs> about.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never seen... Yeah. Yeah, you have been through some stuff, though, that has uh, given you PTSD that you refuse to acknowledge, but, <laughs> you know. Oh,
0: no, it's no, a that's tough. not true. You had that's a tough, not true. You had. I a acknowledge tough. it. I acknowledge it.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: I just can't fix it. There's a difference.
1: Well... well do you ever th- do you ever think about going to and I, I'm not I'm not trying to be funny I'm not trying to insult you um oh no, you have here we had go. a traumatic experience with your wife and your nonverbal son and it's very stressful and have you ever considered you getting help for yourself going not I don't think you're crazy or anything but just mm-hmm. it might help um, alleviate some stress you have Going to see A, a psychologist of some sort I, An analyst, I'm not sure what they're called
0: Yeah, I've been to therapists uh, Yeah, went for About What was that, about three or four years ago I went pretty consistently for about six months I thought it was Very helpful And then I was like, I'm cured, and I left uh, You um, never told me that Oh, I didn't?
1: Yeah, no Yeah, when uh, uh, when it's your business, but I'm just Um,
0: curious. Maybe I didn't announce it. I don't remember, but when JJ's mom died, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, When we're in a past, good for you. Yeah, I went for like uh, at least six months. Yeah, maybe more. It was. um, I thought it was helpful. You know, it's. um, I sometimes wonder if you ever. This is just my unprofessional, non-doctor opinion. So yeah. I wonder if you ever get over things or if you just get through things. So I don't know. I'm, I think I'm lea- more towards the, the, uh, the ladder, but, uh, um, yeah, but yeah, I don't think helpful, you ever get over so some things, helpful
1: things to me. Yeah. And it was helpful. That's good. Okay. Well, I'm glad you did that, man. I didn't, I didn't know. Don't be afraid but to go, see to help go yourself back. out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 When you're, well, when, I you st- I when you start, I wasn't embarrassed about it at all. It was, uh, Right. Go
1: ahead. Good. No, I'm just saying when you're uh playing basketball and, and you're, I cut you're going you off. back Go ahead, to bud. Yeah. When you <laughs> it's funny to like start saying something and then you 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 it's hard 'cause we're doing I'm this sorry, like bro. via video chat. There's a delay and then you cut me off and then you I start to say it again and then you cut me off by saying sorry I cut you off. I love the cut the cut off again by saying I'm sorry I cut you off is funny to me. But anyway, um, that'd be a good time for you to do the third. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. It'd be funny if you do that again. Anyway, I'm having an aneurysm. I, I, I'm saying is it's it. We, we talked the other day about how you like played basketball, and it was like really awesome and therapeutic. And um basically, all your stories of like you playing basketball, you're like just muscling and elbowing these twenty year olds. And I'm like, okay, time to go back. Maybe maybe go see <laughs> an, uh, <laughs> see a doctor. Um. <laughs> Let's get i the not out. do you
0: need to go see a doctor if all you do is win <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> good point good point yeah i mean i I, I probably need to go i definitely see need somebody. a doctor
0: but uh we did win a lot of games <laughs>
1: Good for you, pal. No, the
0: difference is you go see things for your physical problems and I go see them for my emotional problems. That's the difference. <laughs> my,
1: yes. The difference is is <laughs> I can't afford to fix both things, so I choose my body. Um but I would like to fix both. <laughs> Another life, maybe. Um, but speaking it's already uh, talking
0: of doctors and fixing things. Yeah. We yeah. have a terrible connection. I keep talking over you. Go ahead, bud.
1: I just don't think I, j- I, I, I just think you're just a bad listener, and I uh, I kind of know what it's like to <laughs> to date you. Doing this podcast for five plus Good years, enough. I know that I I I empathize with every woman who's ever dated you. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> um, you're a great. You're a very. <laughs> you're a sweet man. <laughs> You're you a kind from, man. This from the
0: guy who's 20 minutes late consistently to a time That's that right. he sets.
1: I know. <laughs> I got confused. I'm in a different time zone. I got I got all I got really got mixed uh, up. I did set the time, and uh, I looked back at the text, and it's like, man, this is all me. I hate that. I hate my brain. I really hate <laughs> my brain. <laughs> I hate it.
0: Oh man, it's gonna be fun. It's uh, speaking of brain scans and doctor stuff, huh?
1: What do you think of that yeah. transition? Good. Yeah, we we, we transitioned three I'll minutes I'll, I'll ago. We keep cutting each other my off. My
0: screen's frozen. I just see Graham shaking his head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to read the article or?
0: I'm going to read the article. Sorry, it, the sc- your screen freezes. Your screen free- froze again. Here we go. New York Post, which no, you don't often read because. Uh, um. It's a uh, uh, it's, it's it's not the bastion of, of, uh, of science news that it often maybe once was right now. It's, it's a little different kind of headlines. But this was in a bunch thought, of papers. The, wait, wait, and, explain to me. Um, hold on a, second, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second.
1: Kirk, hold on a second. When was the New York Post a bastion of science? Tell me. Tell me what era.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm guessing that when it first came out, they were they're uh, they're pr- they prescribing lead for all your ailments.
1: Uh huh. Okay. Okay. All right, go on. Sorry, I was, I was, I was being somewhat that.
0: facetious, but I appreciate mm. you pulling the rug out from under me on a five second delay. But uh, I'll take it. I deserve it. Here we go. <laughs> um. Should we even release this one? I'm joking. Uh, A simple pregnancy ultrasound could be the key to diagnosing autism, says New Study. A routine ultrasound during the second trimester can identify early signs of autism or ADSD, according to the Ben-Gurion University of Negev and Sorok Medical Center in Israel. Researchers from the university's Israeli... National uh, Center for Autism and Neurodevelopmental Research looked at the data from hundreds of ultrasound and autonomy scans that Science Daily reported. Prenatal autonomy scans, anatomy, sorry, geez Louise, prenatal anatomy scans, which typically take place between 18 and 22 weeks, can reveal a baby's sex, if the parent wants to know, as well as a development of brain, Hmm. face, heart, spine, and major organs. Researchers found that there were irregularities in the heart, kidneys, and head in 33% of the fetuses who later developed ASD. According to the university's statement, this was three times higher than the typical developing fetuses in the general population. Doctors can use these signs discernibly during a routine ultrasound to evaluate the possibility of a child being born with ASD, said the professor uh, Aydan Menashe, who led the study according to Science Daily. However, More, quote, unquote, robust data is needed about, quote, abnormalities in fetuses later developing into children diagnosed with ASD, end quote, according to the study's abstract in the journal Brain. Quote, abnormalities were detected more often in girls Mm -hmm. than in boys, and the severity of abnormalities was also linked to the subsequent severity of ASD, according to the study. This is noteworthy as ASD has typically been diagnosed at a much higher rate in boys versus girls, and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention has estimated that boys are four times as likely to be identified with ASD as girls. A meta-analysis of 54 studies found that the ratio is closer to three to one. There appears to be a diagnostic excuse me there appears to be a diagnostic gender bias meaning that girls who meet the criteria for ASD are disproportionately are at disproportionate risk of not receiving a clinical diagnosis. According to what's according to, quote, what is the male to female ratio in autism spectrum disorder, a systematic review of meta-analysis, end quote, which was published in the American Academy of Science and Adolescent Psychiatry in 2017. But. The research has potential for improving diagnosis in all genders. The city CD currently, CDC, excuse me, currently notes that while ASD is sometimes, while ASD can sometimes be detected at 18 months or younger, a diagnosis after the age of two is more reliable. Prenatal diagnosis could significantly improve this outcome. The Science Daily noted that a quote, previous study of the center found an early diagnosis and treatment increased social ability in individuals with ASD by three times as much. End quote. That's it. You know what I'm gonna ask you, Graham. What do you think?
1: Well, um I'm gonna be honest with you, like I I feel like a lot of it we have hashed we have gone over before with regards to like the disparity in diagnosis between what? girls and boys. Mm. And oh yeah, that part, yeah. And also um I know I but I think it's very interesting. I mean it's like another tool that you can see pre you know, is it I don't is prenatal a word the word I'm looking for? You can see in the womb um whether things are going awry or not. Yeah, prenatal but is correct. It also usage it also thank you. Thank you. But also you know, brings to light like uh, that old issue we have of whether or not this is going to cause uh, people to abort fetuses that are atypical and then we will have a society with less neurodiversity. Right?
0: Kirk? Yeah, um genomics I think is what that's called or something I think I'm probably saying it wrong but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, basically what um, that's that's obviously the the biggest concern because I think I I read that uh, Down syndrome is like the the number of Down syndrome people alive is greatly reduced because people can do a test for for Down syndrome and then uh, and then abort a uh, Down syndrome fetus. and so I mean this test would risk the same issue right where you test and you can tell by based on the abnormalities in the kidneys heart and head and that then Mm -hmm. make a determination uh to to uh, to abort the fetus when in fact i mean elon musk who i'm not a huge fan of but he has come out and personally said he's on the spectrum and he's uh, you know a thousand times smarter than i am so you run the risk of uh, limiting society's growth by you know, getting rid of or killing these, these, these individuals that, yeah. while might be on the spectrum, also might be able to contribute to society in ways that, n- you know, quote-unquote normal people like me couldn't, you know, or uh, neurotypical. Yeah,
1: or and I mean, look, I mean, it's, killing is a strong word, but it's like there's a, you know, it's a lot of uh, differing opinion on whether or not it's alive or not. i whatever you want to say. Of the opinion that it is not alive, eliminating But yeah, as someone who who is a pro-choice person, it does bring an interesting question to light for someone like me, because then I have to sort of think about that in a different light than is less black and white than I want it to be, if that makes any sense. Um, because I d- wouldn't like to see a society with less neurodiversity. Um, but also, and I also do truly believe that people with disabilities play, uh, an Im- important role in society. M- I think my brother makes my family stronger. I think my brother teaches society to be kinder. But also, what would I do? In that c- scenario, well, what if with my potential, you know, partner, if we were, you know, what would they think? You know, it's like, it's tough. It's tough to think about that stuff, and I don't want to. So let's end the episode. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm obviously, uh, as long-time listeners probably can already surmise, I'm obviously on the other side of this issue. But I do think this is one of the things that makes this podcast interesting is we do come at it from different points of view. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm definitely more on the pro-life uh, side. Um, so, yeah, I think it's... Uh, to deny someone's ability to exist simply because they're different or shorter or have brown eyes or anything. I'm making a joke about the brown eyes. It's an allusion to Hitler and the, what the Nazis yeah, were Yeah, what doing. the heck? But, um, but yeah, to make a determination whether someone can exist based on arbitrary decisions and, you know, oh, well, you know, it'll be made by experts or who watches the watchers. You know, it's like, I think it's a very slippery slope to have uh, people make determinations on... You know, similar to what happened in China Where everybody wants, you could have one kid So they want a boy, so then you've got all these th- Girls that were aborted, and so Not a huge fan of that Um <laughs> Nope um, You heard yeah. it here first,
1: folks Kirk it's is anti-Chinese But I do like
0: the testing But I do like the test
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding Obviously uh, I'm kidding As he says into
0: all his Chinese recording devices And phone Um yeah, I do think it, it presents people. an interesting um uh dilemma yeah. about uh yeah. I, I do wanna know though. I do think I do think the sooner you know, the sooner you can prepare, the sooner you can yeah.
1: Right. Okay, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. That is useful. Yeah. Um well Kirk, I don't know if we solved anything. Um but it is interesting that, as we say, science is progressing in this field. You know, this isn't like a done deal. We're closer and closer every day. Sometimes I this, wonder this if, weird puzzle out.
0: If they're get some, if people are going to look back on this podcast, which is you know recorded for posterity, and listen to these two idiots, like if only they knew it was caused by all the avocados in society or whatever. When they figure this whole thing out, and we're just blathering on and they're like yeah yeah of course they had that there was always mm-hmm. lead in their toothpaste and the mothers would get them the mother's eggs or whatever they decided it's going to be it's very interesting but at this point we don't know
1: yeah well, I don't think they're going to have to wait to to think that we're two idiots but um, yeah it'll be interesting to see <laughs> <laughs> alright <laughs> well Kirk did we do it
0: um, you want to say what you're doing this week bud
1: yeah, um, I'm going to be in town for a month I think I've talked to uh, you enough New y- in New York City so come check me out but uh, I am going to be all over America and Canada uh, touring with Napragazzi um, I'm also going to be uh, I'm doing some of my own gigs as well where I'm the headliner um, and you can go to grahamk.com for links to tickets and that's all for now Kirk how about you
0: I am back on the high seas uh, starting Monday. I don't know if I even mentioned the ships. Does it matter? To, um, but uh, Elation for 10 days, and then the Carnival Freedom out of Miami, and then the Vista starting in April for several weeks. I have a new album coming out that we're putting the final oh. touches on. Yeah, a new comedy album I recorded on the high seas, and I'm awesome. calling it Cruise Control. Yeah, so I uh, <laughs> <laughs> can uh, check that out when it comes out. <laughs> so uh, I think that's it. As always, please uh, follow me on Instagram, Kirk Smith Comedy, on all your social media platforms so that when I become famous, you can come see me do comedy in your town. That'd be great. What's your, what's yes. your Instagram, Graham?
1: Uh, inst- oh, jeez, I've changed it <laughs> Mr. Graham K. It's Mr. Graham K on Twitter and Instagram. Synergy! <laughs> Mr. That's Graham great. K. That's
0: great. Have a great week, guys. You can do it.
1: Bye. <laughs>